Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. It's time to turn off that. And it's time to turn up the volume and listen to Auto Dealer Live. Repeat after me. Auto Dealer Live. What's up? Happy New Year. This is uh, Dave Villa. And Dave Cribbs. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. What's up, brother? Well, hey, that was man. late. I know. That was so 2014, was like, wasn't it? That was, that was oh. like... Oh, man. Oh, come on now. 2015, man. 2015. And what's your name? Dave Cribbs. Dave Cribbs. What's up, brother? Dave Cribbs. How you doing, brother? And I'm doing wonderful. Look at this. Look at this handsome gentleman on the on the cover Uh-oh. of January 2015 Dealer Solutions Magazine. We've got the one and only Alan Ram. Alan Ram, he's uh, he wrote a pretty controversial article here, man. It says Alan Ram thinks your business development center might be killing your business. And uh, that's awesome. We're going to jump right into things, Cribs, man. we got a great show today, man. Happy New Year, brother. Oh, thank you. Happy New Year to you, too, man. We are absolutely <clears throat> jam-packed, so I, I hope that I don't uh, uh, stall on anything because we don't have a moment well, you to, s- to do yes. that. Yes. Yeah, I hope we don't stall again, you mean, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, listen, let's talk for a second, man, about um, you know something that, that – that, uh, I mean, I hate New Year's resolutions, brother. You know, and, and, and honestly, I think New Year's resolutions suck. They do suck. They suck, man. You know why? It's, it's, it, here's the thing, man. And, and I want you to tweet about this and let us know if you feel the same way. A New Year's resolution sucks because we don't, we don't ever usually get out of January with them. You ever notice that? Absolutely. What's the number one thing? Do you know this? The number one thing above everything else, and it's been this way for decades, the number one thing people say is my New, Year, New Year's resolution. Oh, you know well, I mean? uh, it's got to be uh, diet exercise. Lose weight. Yeah, lose, lose weight. weight. And here's the thing, man. I mean, look, I, I can tell you I gave up on a New Year's resolution a long time ago mm-hmm. because it doesn't mean anything to say it. Yeah, absolutely. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Have you written down any of your so-called resolutions? Have you put them on paper? Have you even put them on paper? Did you know the top 3% in the world write their goals down? Well, I did happen to know that, but uh, you know, it's definitely something we want to bring up because that's the thing is that uh, how important is it if you don't write it down? I mean, it's not important at all. Yeah. I mean, if you don't put it on your calendar, you know, you can judge a person almost, you can tell where their heart is by their calendar. So you know, if you if you've if you've set your goals for 2015, mm-hmm. get out pen and paper. Do it the old old fashioned way, or put, put them down. in your new digital device. Who cares? The bottom line is you've got to record them, and you've got to stick with them, and you've got to resolve. That's mm-hmm. what a resolution is. You've got to resolve to make that happen. Absolutely. I want to challenge us to think of something different. Let's think instead of New Year's resolution. Let's have a New Year's revolution. Revolution. I a love revolution. It. The word revolution is is the word revolution, man. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we're we're red blooded Americans. Because I mean, we're, you know, and I know we have an international audience. We have some folks in Canada and Australia and in Europe that listen to us and, and we appreciate them. And you know what? But I want you to understand that the majority of our audience is, is obviously here in the United States and, and we're, we're red blooded, man. Oh, good old US of A. 
And, and you know, I'm going to tell you, man, revolution, when I think of that, I think of what, you know, when you, when you want something bad enough, it, it just, it, you take it. Yeah, you rise up. You rise up. You rise up and you make it happen. I mean, that's, that's, that's just the thing. And by the way, for those of you who are, have set that new, resolu- new Year's resolution of uh, losing weight mm-hmm. or working out, um, I am a buyer for your treadmills at the end of February when you're <laughs> off of the program. Right, and when they're half off. Yeah, I'll flip them. January, <laughs> not February. Yes, January, because it doesn't make it out of January. Thank you, Mike. Monster <laughs> Mike there. Um, listen, before we get into our guest, and we are jammed, slap freaking packed, man. We're like, I mean, this is, we, we are jammed packed. And, 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 uh, and, and I'm going to tell you, we're, we're excited. Uh, 2015, we're broadcasting uh, on, on autodealerlive.net. Uh, we did start about a minute late, not that we had the minute, but our site began to crash. Uh, because of all of the uh, live activity, so we had to do some uh, some switching on some uh, servers and network and got it up, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so we're up, we're up and we're live, and uh, you're watching it. And if you're if you're out there, check us out autodealerlive.net. You can watch it live. All of our ar- archive shows uh, are on there as well. You can tweet the show. You can you can chat on there. Um, hey, Cribs, man, are you excited about the guests we have on today? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have uh, literally a laundry list of guests. It is going to be a jam-packed show, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's the first show of 2015 for Auto Dealer Live, and and we just have a whole new uh, thing going on with Auto Dealer Live. Not only do we have a new set, we're already scheduled for so many live events, mm-hmm. and uh, we just have a lineup of guests that are incredible. Not only today, but through throughout the year, uh, it's just filling up. So absolutely, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and buy into our own philosophy here and in our our revolution, our revolution, our resolution, our revolution for 2015 is to step the game up and serve you better in the as an automotive uh, community and uh, have we we've listened to you, we've heard you, and we thank you for all the support and uh, we want to step our game up mm-hmm. and uh, we we we've got a lineup today that just says that we have Elise Kephart. Uh, the YouTube diva, she's with Phone Ninjas. Uh, she's she's incredible. Um, probably traveling somewhere or remotely going to be joining us. We have Rick Reichert. Rick Reichert is the used car king. Um, it, last time I heard, and I'm interested to find out, I know when he was on the show last time, probably mid-year mm-hmm. last year, 800. Yeah, it was a ridiculous number of, of, of used cars. I mean, Let me absolutely tell you. dominating. Let me tell you, if you're just on the average, man, I mean, and I know Rick's above average. He's probably close to three grand a clip. If you're in the average of like $1,800, $2,000 a clip, and you're selling 800 cars, oh, yeah, then Rick's run. calling in from his yacht today. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? Exactly. He's, he's on his yacht, uh, he's, oh, so yeah. he's going to be talking to us. Uh, Don O'Neill. Don O'Neill from Credit Miner. I mean, uh, you know, here's a gentleman that has has absolutely bringing uh, new technology, new ways of Mm -hmm. being able to take a snapshot, if you would, and look at a person's uh, credit, what they're going to qualify for, all all these things before you really pull credit. So we'll kind of get into maybe some of his secrets with that as we go on, but incredible thing for dealers. And Don's going to be unveiling, he's going to be unveiling at uh, NADA this year some things, but he's going to be talking about it today on Auto Dealer Live, and you're going to hear it here first. You don't want to miss, speaking of revolution, what Don has. And we have uh, Victor Montoya. Um, he's 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 a hammer man at Sun Toyota. Uh, transplant from Utah, and I know you've been spending some time talking to him yeah, a little bit. Yeah, has a really cool story. I mean, he's a veteran. He has been here in Florida for, for not a very long time. He actually spent most of his career in a different place, and we're going to talk about that transition today. Awesome. It's pretty interesting. And we got used car Ricky. Ricky Walter, uh, Lost Pines Toyota in Texas. Guys, uh, uh, the, he's, he's, he's not only, you know, he's, he kind of gets a, uh, a good rap, but he gets a, 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 a you know, a kind of a niched rap, I guess, as used car 
according to his own name here, but um, he's a trainer, he's a people developer, and I'm interested, uh, and you need to listen in on, on the story he has. It's pretty cool. And we're going to end the show, uh, certainly not last and not least, Megan Bartow. Um, and she's with a new position here at Faulkner Chevrolet, Chevrolet and yep. I'm interested to talk to her about what she's got going on. Absolutely. And without further ado... Absolutely. Well, before we do that, we, we, we were remiss, and we're going to be bringing them to you. We've got some uh, some some partners and sponsors that have joined us in 2015, oh, yeah. and uh, we want to just say thank you to uh, to Matt Monero. It's here on the screen. Uh, commercial fleet financing. I want to also say thank you to Alan Ram Proactive Training Solution, and uh, as well, uh, just uh, had uh, E-Lead, um, E-Lead jump on um, as a partner, and that just happened. So we want to just thank you guys, and there's there's others that have that have come on as sponsors and partners, and we'll be talking more. Also, they'll be joining us. Uh, you don't want to miss next week's show. Um, we've got an outstanding show with some uh, some some crew next week, and you don't want to miss that. Without further ado, man, why don't you do the honors? Absolutely. You know, next up, you, she's no stranger to the car business, that's for sure. She's absolutely lighting it up now across the country. We're going to talk about her latest endeavor, but we have uh, Elise Kephart, the famous YouTube diva, and now she's the uh, Jet Set YouTube diva, I believe. But uh, we're going we're gonna to bring her on. Are, are you on, Elise? I am. Yeah, I'm connected. I'm here. Oh, Thanks great. Me. Great. Well, welcome to the show. We're Thanks glad. For being we're, with us. Yeah, we're honored to have you on the first show of the year. <laughs> And I really just wanted to uh, kind of have you share what's what's been the big transition uh, for you lately, and what are you doing now, uh, traveling around the country and uh, training your process. That's exactly that's pretty much spot on what it is. You know, when I was working at the dealer, it was always it was always really tricky to to kind of mix up my time because I was dedicated to the dealer, and then I there was this other part of me that wanted to go to the seminars and. Um, there was even a couple times where I even went to another non-competing dealer to, to kind of train on process. So pretty much since, um, you know, for the past uh, six months or so from this last summer, I've kind of just been going all in and uh, training on process, which a lot has to do with the video, but a lot of it has to do with the phone as well. And, and one of the, the different things that, that I actually do is, you know, a, a lot of people in our industry for the longest time know what the, like what I did with video, and, and but the biggest um, critique, I guess, that I got from that was like, look, that's great and dandy, but I can't get my salespeople to really do that. So I actually, um, I, myself, I actually take all my, my camera gear out, and I actually get a short video series of, of um, pre-made video greetings that I do for salespeople, internet departments, um, I edit them myself, and then I, I load them all into the CRM. So as long as that salesperson can really focus on the phone process that I teach them, they're going to have a video response, essentially, uh, that, that other than the customer's name, it's personalized around the time of day or the specific time of car, type of car even, that's going to go out with every phone call um, or text message that, uh, that goes out. So, um, so that's kind of what... Um, you know, what I've been up to, and then I, I mix it up. I've been going to a lot of seminars. Um, you know, recently, too, I'm going to be going to Jim Ziegler's Internet Dottle Plan. Who? Um, <laughs> I'm Jim, just Jim Ziegler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Jim Ziegler, who's he? <laughs> hey, we'll be there, so, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I, I saw that. I, you guys are going to be broadcasting, right? Yeah, Absolutely. And by the way, Elise, I want to apologize because uh, speaking of Jim, he had to, uh, I don't know where our manners were. Manners are, I, I, this happened a long time ago now, but uh, you're married, so you're no longer Elise Kephart. Um, and um, so I apologize, <laughs> apologize about that. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's, I, I go, it's Elise Kephart, a dummy. Jim actually thought it was a dame, a dame. and he pronounced it a dame at a, a couple <laughs> times, and I had to, on the side, kind of correct him. But 
um, yeah, so I've, uh, that's kind of, I mean, that, that happened around the same time frame that I've been, I've been doing this. It, um, I got married last, or this last summer, so, um, awesome. so it's been, yeah, it's been a, a fun time. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you something at least, because we've got, I mean, and I know you, um, you're, you're busy and, and all about, so I'm not even really sure if you know who's on the, on the show today, but we have some, we have some superstars and we have some, just like yourself, you're fresh out of the car dealership. And, and that's where you, you know, that's what, where you learned what you do and how to do it. Um, and, and, and we have some, some superstars coming on the show today. Talk to the dealers that are out there. I mean, one of the things I think I was looking through some of the, the feed and so forth, and I'm not really sure. I think you were involved somehow, but maybe it was Megan, but somebody was asking, am I going to learn something different or learn something, blah, blah, blah. And I guess my question to you is, you know, from the cuff, this wasn't really a prepped question, but what can dealers, not what can they do like in a process, but talk about the fact that what's, what's that ingredient that you got to have to just knock it out of the park this year. I mean, I, I oh, you got it. Well, it's 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 so it's such a basic thing, but it mm-hmm. really is accountability. I mean, we're most training, regardless of, of any type of training that you you do. You know, right. even if it's hey, I want to this year, I want to you know get a little bit more fit and and lose a couple pounds. I mean, it's all about accountability and consistency. And um, you know, a lot of times, whether with with dealerships, you know, you have a trainer go in and teach all your salespeople all this new stuff, and it's in one ear out the other. And, um, you know, so it's really about finding, finding the right recipe and then, and then holding your salespeople accountable as, as difficult as that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's, that's brain science. It's just, I mean, accountability is, is a hard factor uh, that I think a lot of dealers struggle with. That makes a lot of sense. That, that's actually, you know, it's simple, but it's, it's, it's simple as far as it's not a, revela- a new revelation, but it's actually difficult because Speaking of resolutions, how many times have we started a new year going, I'm going to be more accountable. I'm going to hold myself more accountable. I mean, and it's not easy to do. It's, you know, so I think it actually separates people like you, you know, that that have made it into a a status of saying, hey, I'm going to, I'm not only going to talk the talk, I'm going to walk the walk. And so it's, 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 it is simple, but it's also difficult. So great, great answer there. Yeah. There was a quote, I think, I I don't remember where I saw it, but I think it said, um, you know, uh, it said, you know, training, or it said training doesn't, or mo- daily motivation and training doesn't stick. Neither does bathing. That's why we do it daily. <laughs> That's a, so, a Zig Ziglar it, quote. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't, I don't remember the exact, but it's, it's, it's spot on. I mean, every day you have to, you know, uh, write out your goals and and hold yourself accountable to it because otherwise a whole day is going to pass, mm-hmm. and you know now you're now you're you could be a whole day behind the other person that's. Uh, you know, really hustling and really working to to get where they want to be. And I'm a pretty competitive person, right. and I think that's that's something that you can't, you know, you can't necessarily teach somebody. Some people aren't wired that way, but um, um, you know, all in all, it just comes down to teaching, you know, teaching your people the right the right thing, and then holding them accountable, um, but in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, I know well, we only have a, f- a few. Yeah, we've only, only got about a minute left, uh, at least. We have such a jam-packed show. But the one thing I did wanted to to bring out is the fact that you know I think that a lot of your success currently with your traveling is that you are solving a pain for dealers. Just like you mentioned earlier, you know dealers don't know how to get their whole sales team on board with this video thing. And I love the fact that you're going in physically to the dealership. And you're making it uh, kind of bulletproof. And in other words, not only just teaching your process, but from what I've seen, uh, it looks like you're setting up the camera, you're setting up the video, 
you, you know, you're yeah. going back and editing the videos, getting them ready, sending them back to the dealer so that they're they're already in motion. Absolutely. And that's that's what it is. You know, I, I basically say, look, if you if your salespeople can write an email, which most of them should be efficient, and they're sending out you know drop down templates anyways, it's going to be as simple as that. Only the response to the customer is going to be in a you know a video format with the confirmation. And uh, I go to dealers where there's, you know, we, we, we work in such a wide culture of salespeople where, you know, literally I've met salespeople that go, that have told me, I've been in the car business longer than you've been alive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't respect you when you first came in. But after, you know, you taught the class and after seeing what you're going to do for me, you know, I know I really need to step up my game. And for me, that's what keeps, that's, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, when I was selling cars, I loved when customers would say, I wasn't planning on buying a car today, you know, and getting those type of compliments. And with what I do now, that's, those are the type of compliments that I just love to receive where it's like, you know, I, I, I have, I have, I've never seen a trainer come in and do what you're doing. And, and it's, um, well, you're, you know, it's really making an impact. Well, you so, are at least you are, you're making a huge impact. And, and, uh, the exciting part about it is 2015, you have a whole year to do it and, and, uh, and, and what you're doing now. So we're very excited. And I know dealers can get a hold of you. How do they get a hold of you? Um, and what's the best way to get a hold of you this year if they want to, uh, start this year off right? Um, Elise at phone ninjas.com. That's my, uh, that's my email. Okay. And then, uh, my, my cell phone is area code 805-441-3398. Awesome. Elise Kephart, ladies and gentlemen, just the first of many. Stay thank tuned. You. Elise, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Talk Thanks. to you soon. Thank you. Elise, Elise, Elise Adami. Sorry about that. Yes, Elise and Elise Kephart Adami. And, uh, thank you, Jim for uh, correcting us on that. Um, you know, I was trying to read uh, the tweet from Stacy uh, Ellison here just a minute ago. She tried to <laughs> paraphrase what Elise said and said, bathe and train daily. Yes, <laughs> bathe and train daily. Yeah, and I think both. that might be an original Stacy Ellison quote because um, you, those are both important. We're going to jump right in here in just a moment. And um, we have Rick on. All right, cool. And I'm very excited. <laughs> Listen, I, I, again, I'm going to ask him if you're, if you're a car dealer, this is, uh, this is the president um, of, of Record Automotive, um, a multiple dealership group, and um, use Car King. I mean, this guy, this guy's a, a freaking hammer. And uh, again, I don't, I don't remember what month it was. It was it was earlier last year. Uh, Rick Reichert, man, thank you for being with us. And I was just telling the listening audience a few minutes ago that the last time we had talked to you, man, I think you were somewhere around 800 used cars. Is that is that right? Yeah, we got close to that in August. We delivered 771 out of this building. <laughs> Uh, it's that month, but it's still shining up here. It's a little cold up here in Columbus today, but there's a sheet of ice on all the cars, and they're shining like diamonds, baby. Everything's good. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Hey, I saw you uh, – I, I saw something on Twitter, man. You were checking out some uh, some red tennis shoes that uh, I think Chris Vital had or something. I <laughs> I don't know. You were you were, uh, you were were scoping them out, man. I don't know. Those Jordans, I think they were. <laughs> man, that's a little inside running joke that we've had. The first meeting we ever had together, we both had on Nike Air Maxes. I've always – hated wearing dress shoes and you know we have a 67 acre lot here mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of asphalt and i just want to be able to dunk and shake and <laughs> move when i need to brother you know so well you're the we joint don't, we don't make the guys wear the dress shoes here we're, we're 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 okay with solid black nikes and every now and then on a saturday they're allowed to wear ohio state buckeye team colors <laughs> with black and red and obviously with the game coming up monday we're all real excited around here for that so 
Red and black is acceptable attire right now. Absolutely. Well, man, speaking of that, the yeah, that game's going to be uh, – I'm, I'm hoping Ohio State just stomps a hole in Oregon, man, because they, you know, they beat up on FSU. and, and uh, but um, So, anyway, it's going to be a good game. But So, man, you're yeah. speaking of Jordan and speaking of Duncan, you're the Jordan of used cars, and you're slamming them, brother. You are, you are, you're like reverse behind-the-back slam dunk used cars. Uh, Cribs, Cribs got turned on, man, when he found out – he's a car guy for 25 years. He got turned on when you were going to come on the show, man, because you sell so many cars up there. And uh, these guys are blowing it up, brother. Yeah, they are. You know, and, and Rick, you know, one thing that I wanted to, uh, to ask you to share with dealers today uh, for those, especially used car managers or, or maybe general managers that are trying to grow that used car department, what would you say are maybe the top one or two things that, that they need to really have a grip on? Would it be the age of the inventory? Would it be the right mix? Would it be what is the, the, maybe the main ingredient of what helps you be successful in used cars? Process and discipline. I mean, the, the, the process is key to have a solid foundation of a, of a used car process that everyone understands and it's bulletproof. If that starts in the beginning, then you're not going to have the age problem. You're not going to get to some of those issues that used to happen in the past. And our process is a stringent reconditioning process. We're a Motor Trend certified dealer, so all of our cars go through the same certified inspection process. And what that allows us to do is have a consistent, uh, uh, you know, job every time. It doesn't matter what make or model the car is, from the second it hits the intake side of the lot, those guys process them. They take those, you know, initial photos of the car. I don't care if it's got another dealer's, you know, tag bracket on it, if it's dirty, french fries in the back seat, we don't care. We're snapping a couple pictures, we're getting the car online, price to market, day one, and then by day four, it is in our photo lab, getting all the retail frontline ready pictures done after it gets 134 point inspection. So by doing that, getting that car on the front line, following that process, being very disciplined about those pricing changes and making sure every seven days, every single one of these 1,184 cars are on target, uh, just keeps that, keeps that machine turning. And I'm actually looking at our final dock right now from, from uh, 2014. We delivered just under 7,700 used cars. And actually, our wholesale in 2013, we lost over a million dollars in wholesale. We actually had a wholesale profit last year. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's – um, it, it can be done in today's market. You just gotta, you gotta do all that, and you gotta still do all the old stuff, all the old merchandising stuff, and care about how your lot looks. Mm-hmm. Care about getting back to the basics and the fundamentals of putting blinders on. Quit comparing, quit comparing yourself to your competition. You know, we we really have a strong culture here. We take care of our employees. We have a big family atmosphere, and guys have a lot of fun. And it's it's, a, it's an emotional based business. All sales is is enthusiasm mixed with confidence. And if the guys aren't pumped up with a good attitude and they want to be here, you don't want them in front of your customers in the first place. Just send them home. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're having a bad day? Go the hell home. I don't want you here. You know, and, we, and we have a lot of fun with that stuff. And, Rick, let me ask you. Absolutely, you guys do, man. I know Herb and the guys up there. I mean, you, you guys have just a blast, and you can tell. Um, let me ask you something, though, man. I mean, is it – you know, looking at dealers across the nation, I know you, you know, you go to some conferences, you know, you're in some 20, you're in a 20 group or in some, in some groups with guys. I mean, have, has, has, uh, you have a passion, man. And obviously money's in used cars. Okay. So there's no secret that nobody wants, doesn't want to make money, but I mean, it, it's not that, but have they, you know, have they given up maybe on the idea that it can be done? Is it, is it, is it, is it, cause it's a challenge. Maybe dealers have said, you know what, I got to buy into, you know, a different way because you're, you're doing it better than old school style. Obviously you do it you're doing it in a new way, but man, have they given up 
You know, in, in, in a sense, across, you understand that question? I mean, have some dealers just said, you know what, it's just, it can't be done that way, and therefore they really don't try to find a solution to do it the way you're doing it? Man, if it was easy, we would just hire Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. Yeah. This business is tough, and you got to know how to grind, and you know how to hunt and pick and dig and go, go through those haystacks. And there is, you know, and everybody you talk to, sourcing's a problem. You can't buy cars. You can't find cars. Wow. No, you can't go to the auction and buy a car, bring it back, and make four grand profit every night. You know, just the way that you did ten years ago. You got to be okay with making your money in the first twenty-one days. And if you can take a purchase unit, and make six eight hundred on the front, and that's acceptable, and move on. And you can, you know, you can make twice that on the trades, and you can even out and make your grand twelve hundred on the front across the board average. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Multiply the math with seventy-seven hundred delivered units. I don't think anybody out there, that's in this call, would be a, would would be against making that kind of money. It's Absolutely. out there. It's possible. You just have to change your mindset. And as everybody else is depressed and they can't buy cars, let them all think that way, and go out in front of them, advance and conquer, and kick their ass. That's awesome. They're, all They're afraid to work. Man, we're all afraid to work. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's I love that. That's hey, that's what Auto Dealer Live is about, man. Straight talk right here from Rick Reichert. You heard it. They're afraid to work, Cribs. What do you think, man? Yeah, well, I think just listening to Rick, you know, uh, you can see why he's the guy that's out front selling seventy seven hundred doggone used cars in a year's time. And you know, I caught I I, I don't know how much uh, everybody paid attention, but when he mentioned the wholesale uh, mm-hmm. profit. Uh, when you're selling this kind of numbers to even break you're even, on, to, yeah, yeah, to break <laughs> to break even on your wholesale, I mean, you're probably doing an ama- amazing job. But to make a profit, you know, it's funny, uh, that's, man, Rick. That's awesome, Rick. Guys in the Columbus, you're in Columbus area, right? Guys in the guys in anywhere near the Columbus area, Ohio, don't go to the auction. They go to they yeah, go to Rick's, they go, go to, to Rick's lot. auction. He probably won't sell them anything. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. So you heard you picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a big deal. You know, if you're if you're a used car uh, manager, you're using a, or you're running a used car operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start talking about those kind of retail numbers, and then you can uh, even, uh, like I said, break even on your wholesale, mm-hmm. much less have a profit. I mean, that is. That is just getting it done, and you know, uh, it's like uh, Rick. I, I give you so much credit. Obviously, I mean, I have to because of the the results. But uh, you know, when you implement, uh, when you mention that the number one thing for you was really having that process down, having everybody on the same page. You know, when you, it's. I, I imagine already. I see what that looks like at the dealership without even being there. And it's and it's it's sort of like an assembly line that that car goes through from the time it hits the lot. Uh, till the time it goes out front, and it's a fairly quick process. It sounds like at Rick's place, which I'm sure is wise effective. But think about that. What that does also for your sales team and sales morale yeah. when when those cars go through that type of process and are ready to go. There's nothing to apologize for. You have an amazing inventory. I mean, hats are off sa- to you. Your sales team. Your sales team, man. You got you've got one of the the best. You, you, I, we talked to some of your guys, obviously, and, and uh, um, Rick. I mean, you're doing it right. So you got some good. You got a good crew there, don't you? number one asset you know when i took over used car factory a few years ago i've got four directors that have an average of 22 years with our company mm. we got some long-term guys that are loyal that have been here that really are like family to me and we've, we've got a whole i mean the talent level the loyalty level is you know something you can't replace so yeah i absolutely love taking care of those guys and i let them have the freedom to go to work and and pretend like they own this business also if they act like they own it and they've got the skin in the game to make those kind of decisions and stuff it makes my life easier 
You heard it right there from Rick Riker. Man, yeah. Rick, I know you, you got to be busy, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes out, man. Um, Twitter's blowing up. The the site's blowing up comments. And, uh, man, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to come and share um, just, just what's going on. Let me ask you this, man. Forecast for 2015 um, at, in December, the last day, 2015. What's it going to look like there, um, used car? What? has grown there's so many 14s and 13s coming off lease coming out of rental it's going to make the market tough you're going to have to kind of go up beyond your comfort zone when it comes to the, your mix of inventory mm-hmm. can i buy some new stuff i think from an overall growth standpoint i think it's possible to get another five to eight percent growth um i don't think it's going to be you know the 30 percent we got two years ago or the 14 percent we got last year uh, but i gotta be realistic i'm i'm kind of projecting a five to eight percent growth in the used car market strong well, man, congratulations, brother. Thank you for coming on, and, and uh, Happy right. New Year. Thanks, guys. You too. Thank, All right, man. Thank you, Rick. We're dealing. See yes, ya. sir. All right. Rick Reichert, you heard it right there, the used car king, literally. 7,700 pre-owned vehicles. Um, the guy's blowing it out of the box, turned around, and peed on the box, and <laughs> then kicked it over. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, like, literally. That's insane. Like, that's said, a how that's dare you, crazy number. How dare you form the box shape near me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you do that again. You know what I'm saying? Like, turn the box into a circle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's Rick Reichert right there, baby. Rick, oh, man. Rick Reichert. And in the words of Stacey Ellison, bathe, bathe and train daily. Bathe, bathe and train daily. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't even We're going to go, keep going. We don't have I time know. to it's, breathe. It's, it's, you know, next, next, next. Let's do it. And I want to say thank you to uh, Proactive Training Solutions and Alan Ram. And uh, we want to say thank you to Commercial Fleet Financing, Matt Monero. Mm-hmm. These guys are amazing. Their crews are all, um, outstanding. And uh, check out Dealer Solutions Magazine. If you're not getting it, go to dealersolutions.info. Click on subscribe. And free of charge, um, receive Dealer Solutions in your home, your dealership, wherever you want it. And uh, it's phenomenal. There's a few ads in there, but, man, it's all content. And uh, if you're interested in writing, uh, in it, you know, let us know. Um, Don O'Neill. Don O'Neill. Don O'Neill, the president, founder of Credit Miner. Uh, Don's going to actually be in Tampa. We get to meet Don. Uh, we, well, we met him at met Digital him at Dealer. Digital DR, we get to see him uh, here soon. He's going to be in Tampa. He's going to be actually in Florida. And then, uh, of course, he's going to be headed over to NADA. But we have him on the show today. And uh, outstanding, man, and excited about that. And uh, Don's just doing some incredible, this unbelievable thing. Uh, some things in the car business, and uh, it's going to be a big year for Don O'Neill. Don, man, thanks for stopping in with us. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, excellent, Dave and Dave. Happy New Year. Appreciate to be on, and uh, you know, another 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 great year. I believe 2015 is going to be a year for the books, and uh, uh, excited to be here. Well, thank you, man. I'll let Dave start it off here, Don. I appreciate you jumping in though, start, uh, hanging out with us for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, we're so happy to have you uh, back on the show, Don. You know. Um, <laughs> You know, if if dealers don't already know or haven't already heard, you bring something to them that's just to me incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is basically an answer to an age-old dilemma that we run into when we're desking deals or working deals, and we begin to uh, to kind of pencil ourselves on a customer without really knowing exactly what that customer qualifies. So maybe you can kind of pick up from there, Don, and tell us. Uh, what it is that that you do that really makes an impact in that area for dealers? 
I certainly can. And then, guys, thanks again. So, so what Credit Miner is is it's a three-pronged software program where there's a consumer-facing application, there's a desking portion, and a service lane portion of the software. And in a nutshell, what we are is we're the only real-time uh, provider in the market space where we actually access a live real-time bureau a real live decisioning model that actually resides on the bureau's on the on the bureau's server uh and we actually utilize the same data that the banks utilize to make a loan decision on a consumer and what happens is is we allow the dealers to do two things pre-qualify and pre-screen and there is a difference but in both cases they're able to actually see uh, if that consumer will qualify for a loan but more importantly uh, they're able to look into kind of the window of the soul the credit soul of that consumer and what we provide them with is a real-time score that we guarantee to match the bureau they pull every single time we provide them with their loan rate their tier what they qualify for revolving debt utilization the number of actual hard inquiries they have on their file. And then what's unique about us is we actually give the dealers, we give them five auto loans, whether they're closed or open, but the most recent five auto loans, so that it, so the dealer can see if the consumer either has a credit progression or a credit digression. And within that reporting, we show a cosigner indicator. We show the actual APR of the loan, the payment of the loan, the loan term, when, it, when, when the loan commenced, when is it finished, uh, if they've had any late payments in the last 36 months. So we give them a wealth of data so that they're able to say, all right, what car, we help the dealer sell the right car to the right customer every time. And I will tell you, you know, there's, there's a lot of focus on the consumer facing, but I'll say to me, you know, as a former operator and as a guy who's run dealerships, the most important parts of these is the desking in the service lane. Hmm. On a desking standpoint, you know, Dave, you hit it on the head. You know, a lot of times, and as most times in a dealership, a sales manager will guess or hit, hit a consumer with a store average. And the problem is, as I tell dealers every time I speak or every time I meet them, when you tell a customer a payment, I don't care if, you know, whether you're using e-leads or dealer socket, when you print that four square for a consumer, mm -hmm. you can put on there with a marker, you can print it, you can paste it with approved credit. We don't know what you qualify for yet. It doesn't matter. The minute you put a term, a rate, and a payment on that paper and they choose it, they've got a settled expectation of what that car is going to be for their payment. And unfortunately, most dealers will pencil that rate with a store average, not knowing whether or not the consumer qualifies for what they just provided them. Mm -hmm. and, and so you run a huge risk of doing one of two things on the sales side, and that is either ostracizing the customer, because what do we do? We get up from behind the desk and we bring that risk-based pricing notice and we say, you know, Mr. Smith, this is what's called a federal risk-based pricing notice, and unfortunately, as you can see, your score is a 610. It's a lot lower than we hoped it would be or even you thought it was, and unfortunately, you just don't qualify for the rate of the payment that we quoted. And so he's going to use the most powerful three words in the English language, but you said, right? Yeah, right. And so oh, yeah. Now, now, I have, now as a dealer, I have a decision. Do I lose all the money in the card and quite possibly you know, lose beyond profit and participate in buying this customer a car because I didn't know their credit score? Or do I let them walk, get up, walk out, and go to my competitor and say, hey, I'm a 610, I'm 3,500 hooked to my trade, can you get me done? And he'll now make that $500 payment, he just won't make it with me. Yeah, because... Um, because, I mean, the thing is, is he still needs a car, but you've managed because of, in his mind, lack of transparency or, or you know, telling him. Well, in his mind, probably even lying or not being truthful. Uh, he's pissed. So all of a sudden now it's like, I'm going to buy that car, but I'm not going to buy it from you. I, you know, I'll pay the money, but I'm not going to pay it with you. And you just TO'd the guy down the street. <laughs> well, and, and you, you actually walked him in the door, held his hand and said, here's a car deal. Because what we're doing when this happens 
is we're basically going from a consultant to an adversary in an instant. And it's not the dealer's fault. It's not the no. salesperson's fault. They don't know the information, but the consumer doesn't care. All he knows is you're the one that delivered the bad news. And, guys, I'll take it one step further. If you go in the service lane, you know, there's tons of technology out there. And God bless this business. Every year it gets easier and easier to gather the data and make a good decision. Um, but the reality is if I'm in the service lane, and we know there's gold in that service lane, we know that 51% of the cars on average that roll through the service lane, we didn't sell them the car. So data mining is great. It can tell us if a consumer has equity if we sold them the car. Mm-hmm. It can even tell us what a car is worth if we didn't sell the car. But here's the problem. It doesn't tell us what they owe on the car if we didn't sell it, but this is one step further and what's more important. It doesn't tell us if that consumer can actually buy another car. I, mean, I can't tell you how many times when I operated dealerships that I'd see a customer that I remember from three years ago that was bullets that were a 780 and all of a sudden they're a 510. Mm-hmm. And it happens all the time. And here's what I can guarantee every dealer across the country. If you initiate a, when we all know it's hard enough to initiate that sale in the service lane. Why? Because there's no implied permission. Mm-hmm. But once we initiate that sale, we get the customer excited. We spend three hours of time. They love the car. We pay the deal, everyone's hugging and high-fiving, and then you come back and say, I'm sorry, I can't get this deal done, I will, I'll bet 10000 to a dollar that customer will never come back under your rooftop. They won't be there for an oil change, they won't be there for a car wash, because you've embarrassed them, they now have to drive away in a car that they hate, and you have the car they love on their lot, and again, it's not your fault. So what we provide dealers is, frankly, the ability to eliminate that from their vernacular and their possibility to streamline their sales process, to make it a much more pleasurable sale process, whether it's in the service lane, over the Internet, or in the, in the showroom, by showing customers what car they qualify for, and more importantly, uh, not worrying about initiating a sales process when a customer doesn't qualify. Absolutely. You know, Don, that every dealer that's listening understands the value of all those things mm-hmm. that you just pointed out. Uh, so I encourage them to reach out to you. You know, we're, we're running out of time here, but um, I also yeah. wanted to ask you, I know that there was an upcoming announcement from you. Is yeah. that is that something that we're going to let out of the bag today? Yeah, I'm going to do it for you guys, and I'll, I'll give you guys a teaser prior to NADA, and it's a pretty strong teaser uh, prior to NADA. So obviously uh, we released last week uh, that we are now the um, – we were the first to come to market with Equifax Soft Bureau data. Um, we also have a relationship with Experience, so we're the only company that actually has a relationship with all three bureaus. But, but Dave and Dave, I'm going to tease you with this thought that I wrote in the uh, – in the article I wrote for this last uh, this last uh, article, okay. um, imagine if you will that you can take a customer, they can walk in the showroom knowing exactly what they qualify for, exactly what banks will give them what rate, but more importantly, never from the time they walk in the internet showroom, walk in your actual showroom, or drive away with your car, never having had to take their social security number or their date of birth. That's stronger than burnt cornbread, my friend. That's strong. <laughs> that, yeah, that is amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And there's a lot more to the product, and there's a lot more to what we're doing. But to give you a teaser, it's called Basis 2. Uh, it will be unveiled at NADA. And I will tell you that this is, you know, we use the term game changer a lot, but this is truly going to change the automotive retail space. I love it, Don. I love it. So how, how do dealers, because now they're obviously even more intrigued, how do dealers reach you at Credit Miner? Uh, they can go to our website at ecreditminer.com. That's ecreditminer.com. There it is. There's the basis. 
Um, we're at NADA booth 5138W at NADA. We'd love to see you there. Our toll-free number is 877-213-7042. And my personal email address is D-O-N-E-I-L-L at ecreditminer.com. I love to speak to dealers. That's my job. I do it every day. So if anyone has any questions or you know wants to review some of what we do, I'd love to speak to you. Don O'Neill, president and founder of Credit Miner. Make sure you check him out. Don's going to be uh, at NADA. Um, in uh, January here in just a couple weeks. He's going to be in booth 5138W. Don, man, thank you so much, and we look forward to uh, look forward to seeing you soon, my friend. Dave and Dave, thank you, guys. You have a great new year, and I'll see you at NADA. All right, man. Happy thank New you. Year. Thanks, Don. Thank you. Look forward to it. That was Don O'Neill, and uh, we're going to move right along. We're just a couple minutes behind, man. I'm actually impressed that we're actually uh, <laughs> this close. This schedule. close, man. You know, I yeah, think yeah. I deserve, you know, I you know, some props from our producers. We deserve some props, brother. We've, yeah, we've moved yeah. it along a little bit. Trying to make it happen. How about you take, we, listen, you don't want to go anywhere. We've got a couple of, we got three guests left. And the next two guys, well, actually, all three, all three of our uh, next guests, all three guests coming in line are actively in a dealership right now. Matter of fact, we've got somebody we're going to be Skyping in here. Why don't you introduce Victor? And uh, he's actually in the Toyota store that he works at, right? He's now. right down the road. I've I've purchased cars there. He, he's got one of the sales managers or sales managers that works with him. Uh, we were in sales and management together for years. So, uh, without any further ado, from Sun Toyota in Newport Ritchie, Florida, is Victor Montoya. Victor, how are you doing? Doing well, Dave and Dave. Happy New Year! Thanks for having me on. Happy New Year to you too. Florida, What's that? I came outside today. I had my beanie and my skis on, ready to go downhill. I know it was like uh, I saw the forecast uh, before I walked out, and they said the low was forty-six. Or and then you you showed me thirty-nine it in was, your car. It was thirty-nine degrees, man. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. It thirty-nine was, degrees. I couldn't even drive. I, I I couldn't even drive to work. I had to someone drive me here because and the roads weren't even slick. So I don't know. I'm not used to that. But Victor. Let's, let's get to your story because it's so interesting. You know, you're a veteran. You've been selling since 2003, but you made a major transition here recently. Tell us more about it. Yeah, I think right now it's a time for transition for everybody, whether it's, uh, you know, their physical goals, their financial goals. And mine actually happened last year. I moved here from uh, the great city of Salt Lake City in Utah uh, to Florida and uh, kind of had to reinvent myself. I moved here after, uh, you know, 11 years of experience. Um, a huge customer base that I had to leave behind. Um, you know, a new market. So this is a, as a bigger market than I was in. Um, you know, there's seven Toyota dealerships. I've worked for Toyota the whole time. But seven Toyota dealerships in the state of Utah. There's, 50, uh, you know, seven dealerships within 50 miles here in Florida. Um, and, it, and also a new culture. So I kind of had to reinvent myself, um, discover what this, the, the, the customers was like, were like, what the culture was like. And, uh, you know, kind of cater my, my um, business towards that. Um, but it's been a great transition. You know, I really stuck to the fundamentals and uh, um, had to kind of go out and pound the pavement and put the work in. And this year has been great for me. Let me ask you this, Victor. I mean, speaking of that, because we have, you know, we have a couple minutes here on the segment, but it's something that really intrigues me because I admire that, man. I admire the ambition. And um, so... So talk to the talk to people, man, because you left a big book of business behind. You know, and some people would, you know, would would use that as an excuse. But it sounds like, you know, it sounds like that it's even though that that's something you work for, 
you know, it sounds like that, hey, you know what? You take a guy that built a, big, a book of business that killed it, you move him out into another market, it's that same guy that killed it. I mean, you're the same guy. And, and so, so are you looking forward to killing it here? I mean, is it, you know, I mean, is that, is that, how, is that how you're made? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know what I did is I put my attitude in line with my goals. You know, it's a revolution out here, just like you guys said earlier. Um, you know, I found the dealership that shared a vision and shared the growth that I wanted, I saw in, in the dealership. Um, and, you know, they gave me the autonomy to go out there and, and really do what I needed to do to make it happen. Um, you know, and the resources that they gave me and, and what I'm looking at here is going to perpetuate over the next year. And uh, I have big goals in, in mind for 2015. And, you know... Sometimes talent is enough. No matter how long I've been in the business, your attitude isn't there. Um, the talent, I know uh, Rick, uh, Rick uh, Riker talked about this, the process and the discipline. I mean, it's true. That's what you have to have, the training, um, social media, whatever it is, whatever your niche is and your, your, you have and what, what your strong suits are, you have to go with that. And, and the biggest thing, what at least touched on, is accountability. I mean, execution you have to be accountable for that execution in every dealership. Um, you know, it's your responsibility. Um, you just have to make those goals, reverse engineer them, and uh, you know, like the, like we say, the rev- it's the revolution. Well, well, Victor, I'll tell you what, I, 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 I'm, I'm so familiar with your store, so I'm, I'm really excited for you to be there because you did land in the right place, and I'm glad that it sounds like you actually did some, some research prior to that. Let me ask you this, this final question, and we're going to wrap it up. But, you know, making that transition, that big change, and especially, I love to hear this from you because you were in the car business for such a long period of time in this other area. When you came here to this new faster market, um, have you really learned new things here? Has it been different enough where you say, oh, man, I'm learning some things here? Absolutely. I mean, I had to, uh, you know, learn the pace, get my, find my cadence, um, and go with that. And this market's much bigger. The, you're, you're, you have to expand quite a bit more. So going out and marketing and marketing yourself and branding yourself is a must in this market. That's the only way that you're going to differentiate yourself. Um, and as this, uh, the young talent's coming up, all these young guys that are, you know, under 40, that are reaching levels that I've never seen and have, you know, been in the business a while, it, it's very impressive. And I'm, I'm impressed with my uh, contemporaries out here in Florida, for sure. Well, Victor, man, we appreciate it. Listen, I want you guys that are listening, you go follow Victor. He's on Twitter. Uh, his his handle is at on the showroom. Love it. At on the showroom, and uh, go follow Victor Man and tell him how uh, you appreciated what he's brought to the show today. Victor Man, you're close enough. You got to come out and check us out in person sometime. All right. Absolutely. I'll take you up on that, and I'll probably see you here at uh, Digital Dealer. All right, man. We look awesome. forward to it, Victor. Thank you very much, man. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Victor Montoya, Sun Toyota, and uh, he's in, uh, I guess it's really uh, Port Ritchie or Newport Ritchie, yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, And uh, so, man, yeah, come on and check us out, Victor. And uh, some questions, I apologize we didn't get to, uh, you know, in time on Twitter, but we will make sure that we pass these questions on Don, get some answers for you. But uh, we had some folks that were, um, you know, just, just, I guess, communicating back and forth and asking how, um, Don, how they balance pre-qualification and customer service on Twitter. And uh, so... We'll get some answers for you on that. And uh, listen, I'm very excited about our next guest. And uh, he, he blows Twitter up. He's the uh, digital director at Lost Pines Toyota in Texas. Texas. And uh, love his love his, uh, his stage name. You know what I mean? Use Car Ricky. It's Ricky Walter. And um, but you know what? I learned a little more about him. And uh, Ricky, man, thanks for thanks for being with us, brother. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming on. How you doing today? 
I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. I, when, I, when I said I learned a little more, I learned a little more about you based on, you know, you, you know it's, it's hard sometimes when you see, hey, used car Ricky, you think this guy's slaying it with used cars, and obviously you are. But there's so much more, man. You're, you're, a, you're a people developer. You're a trainer. And you've, you've really taken and, um, some, some folks under your wing and, and, and kind of imparted you know, for lack of a better word, uh, what you learn and what you do into others. Talk a little bit about that, man, because there's a lot of leaders out there that need to learn, you know, ways to do that. And there's a lot of people out there that are looking for, uh, for someone to mentor them. Well, um, first of all, you know, I want to say thanks for, um, inviting me on. I thought it was kind of, I thought it was probably Jeff Collins or somebody pulling a practical joke or something on me, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm pretty stoked about it. So, um, you know, the thing that I've really loved about the car business is, uh, you know, when they, when, when you see people coming in and you see people starting in the car business, they're, they're so, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed and they're, they're so, you know, ready to learn. And, um, you know, in the past I've seen, uh, managers that, that would kind of squash that. And, you know, when I saw that, I, I really made it my goal to become a manager so that I could, learn to help and develop people and move them, move them up in the business and really grow that talent. So, um, you know, that's something that I really try to focus on when I'm, when I'm talking to my guys and when I'm, when I'm, you know, focusing on processes and things that, that, um, you know, uh, that, that helps them develop as a person as well as a salesperson because I think one definitely has to do with the other. So Absolutely. Yeah, and Ricky, what would, what would you say and what are you saying to your team about 2015? I mean, what are some of the key things that you're looking for from them, maybe accountability-wise, maybe uh, process-wise, but what, what's your big thing with your team for 2015? Well, there's four things that um, you know, I really brought to the table for 2015 that I wanted to focus on. And you know, one of the things that we do with, with salespeople is you know, we teach them how to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, but we really don't teach them how to market. And marketing is the first step in the selling, the selling process. And so I really wanted to work on, you know, uh, teaching them how to market themselves better and how to, how to, how to get themselves to that first couple of years that are in the car business. Uh, because that's, that's, where the, that's where the toughest parts are. And then once you develop a, a book of business, you can, you can uh, you know, grow from there. Mm-hmm. But um, that was the first step is, you know, marketing is the first step to selling. The other thing was, you know, anytime you're, you're uh, dealing with a customer or, on, you know, on the phone or on the Internet, you know, there's three real key uh, things that, that I try to focus on, which is be specific about what you talk about, be on time, uh, and deliver, always deliver what you tell the customer what you're going to deliver. Hmm. Um, and I think those, those, those three things can really put you ahead of the, ahead of the competition when, uh, you know, they're looking at this dealership or that dealership because the average consumers are going on, you know, websites now. They're not coming to the store. Mm-hmm. And in your communication with the customer, if, if you're specific about what you're talking about and you're on time, if you tell them you're going to send them an email at 12 o'clock and you send it at 12 o'clock, um, or if you're not going to, because at, at 12.01, they're contacting another dealership. So, you know, I really wanted to uh, nail down those, those aspects of how we um, handle customers and how we um, handle everyday life. Sure, sure. When Ricky, is, I had a question for you too. I mean, you guys are near Austin there, or you know, some, somewhat in that. And and, and uh, we 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 are we're close with uh, Lisa Copeland, uh, the Fiat of Austin store. And I know that Austin's a unique area, and you know, I mean, there's a lot of unique areas like that. I mean, you know, across the nation, niche areas where you know, I mean, it's it's kind of one of these areas where I mean, sometimes you go into an area or you're in an area, and it's like, okay, this is this is our demographic. 
Um, <laughs> Austin is not like that. I mean, so you're 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 out of the box, man, when it comes to what you're doing and and you're and you're killing it. I mean, talk to the dealers that are out there that are that 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 don't really they have a diverse demographic, you know, um, age, you know, race, you know, uh, you know, taste, whatever it is. I mean, it's just diverse. How do you how do you how do you succeed? In a in a in a demographic like that. Well, you know, I think you really just have to focus on the things that are important to everyone. You know, everybody everybody likes to be treated with respect. Everybody likes to be. Everybody wants to be treated um, honestly and and dealt with in an honest way. You know, I, I don't I don't think it really matters what um, what how how diverse the culture is. Everybody understands inherently when someone's being honest with them and when they aren't, and. I really try to focus on um, the, the things that, that I that I that I know will work and that I know that are inherent to, to people as a whole. Not necessarily, um, you know, this group or that group, but mm-hmm. you know, everybody everybody understands what it's like to be treated poorly, and everybody mm-hmm. understands what it's like to get great service. And that's really what we try to focus on is great service. And you know, if you look at our Facebook page or our Google Plus uh, reviews, you know, everybody that that deals with us. Um, really like enjoys the experience here and if they don't uh we go out of our way to make sure that we can make it right before it blows out of it blows out of control and 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 it turns into a nasty situation so we really try to be proactive well rick uh i appreciate everything that you're sharing with with dealers across the country and uh you know one of the things that i'm a big fan of is your profile photo that you have (laughs) on uh, Twitter, Twitter. It's I don't know if it's Twitter or Facebook, or maybe it's the same one on both. But it's a really cool. You're wearing your uh, your sport visor there with your. Is that UCA? UCR. 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 Uh, great photo. Uh, great branding expert, Rick. We appreciate everything that you've shared with us today. Uh, unfortunately, we got to keep going. So, uh, how how do how do dealers well, reach out? Let to me you ask one. Let, you know what? Dave. He's at a dealership, but let me ask just one question, Rick. Maybe in um, you know you could just say this as, as a as a as a parting answer. There, your digital um, you know your digital director for the group there. What's the one thing? What's the one thing the dealers need to pay attention to first quarter twenty fifteen? According to uh, Used Car Ricky, what's the first? Oh man, uh, I have no idea. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I, I, I really have no idea. You know, focus on the basics. Um, you know, focus on communication from the top down. And and if you develop your people, your people will do the right thing. That's that's really what it's about. Well, you have an idea, man. That's a good one right there, yep. brother. Well, thank you for being with us, man. And uh, we look forward to look forward to getting to know you, brother. Thank you very much. All righty, have a good day. That was uh, used car Ricky at Lost Pines Toyota uh, out in uh, Bastrop and uh, close to the um, Austin area there in Texas. Yeah. And uh, I, you know what? I think that that uh, last question, I think that he uh, he knew exactly, you know? Yeah, oh, I think it, so. And I if you got he... the theme, <clears throat> the common thread or the, I guess, the, um, you know, the, the thread that, that, that w- was woven through the entire mm-hmm. conversation there. Um, it was about treating people right. Yeah, and you know, his people, his customers. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes there's not like a magic pill that, hey, uh, this is one thing that you've got to do. I mean, he, you he, would have he, found it by now if they yeah, were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think you really nailed it. You know, investing in your people so that when it comes time for them to implement their process from the beginning to the end, mm-hmm. they know exactly what to do. Absolutely. Um, we're going to be closing the show out with um, we saved we saved this. You know, we can say it. We saved the best for last. We oh, love yeah. Megan. Megan Bartos. <laughs> she. Um, 
she is at Faulkner Chevy in uh, Lancaster. And uh, last time we had Megan on, uh, she, this, it was prior to this position, but she, um, she's incredible. She speaks, she, she travels and speaks. She also, um, I mean, she just, she really just rocks, man, up in, in Pennsylvania. Megan, I thank you for being with us. And um, you, uh, you're, you, everything you do is, is it, what you, you talk about is so interesting. And um, I know that we're going to have you on um, again soon with the uh, women who rock auto and uh, you were part of that, so so th- this doesn't take the place. We want to get you back on with all the all the crew there. So uh, make sure when you talk to them as well that that we didn't forget about that. I think it's already booked. But t- talk to us about um, Megan. What you're seeing? This is the first eight days of 2015. Um, you know, dealers always you know th- th- resolutions and 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 they always talk about you know I want to do I don't want to do what I did last year. I want to do something different. We're gonna get out to a fast start. Talk about that. In your opinion, where do you see that fall short and how a dealer can bring that to fruition, how they can bring that to pass? I know that's a lot, but but kind of talk from your heart, Megan. Well, first of all, thank you for, very much for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure to be back. Um, I think one of the most important things is if, that you as, a, as you as a dealer realize that something's important enough to be a New Year's resolution, then what do you have to do in order to continue that the whole year through? Hmm. I mean, you know... If it's making sure all your vehicles are photoed within two days, what kind of fail-safe can you institute and get all of your management team involved? And that means everybody. If your service manager looks on the website and sees that car's not pictured and he knows that's been on the lot for four days, have him say something. I think one of the biggest things to make a New Year's resolution actually stick is to make sure everyone is held accountable and everyone is bought in to what the resolution is. If it's just one person's idea and not everyone's on board, it's not going to last. Okay, so it's a leader. So, so it's a team effort. Then, and 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 Cribs, I know we subscribe to that as well. Absolutely, and I agree with what Megan said. Yeah, and and Megan, what would you say to dealers? Because I know a lot of you know a lot of dealers struggle with this. They have maybe a great New Year's resolution. They have uh, ideas that they want to implement and bring into their store for 2015. But what do you do? With that dealer who who says, I, you know, I've got all these things, but I, is I just can't get everybody's buy-in. Mm-hmm. What's the solution for those dealers who who kind of, you know, a struggle with that getting the buy-in from the rest of the personnel? But I think New Year's might not be the best time to try to implement something brand new. It might be a good time to introduce something. And then make almost a plan of attack, a time frame, a step-by-step way to get there. Okay, we're going to implement this little change now. We're going to implement this little change in four to six weeks. And then down the road, you'll see those little changes turn into one big change, which can be your New Year's resolution. Just because you make a New Year's resolution doesn't mean it has to be implemented immediately. It might be more beneficial and more effective to actually come up with the New Year's resolution and then have a time frame and a goal to when you want it to be fully implemented so you do have time to get everyone bought in and on board. And on board. Hmm. Yeah, and, and do, you, do you think it's a good idea to bring everyone in and, and kind of, uh, you know, find out if there's agreement there? Or do you think it's a better idea for a leader who has a vision just to roll with it and, you know, hey, you're either in or out? I mean, it all depends on the culture of your dealership. Mm-hmm. Because culture is a big thing, and every single dealership has a different culture. Now, if, if, your GM, if your management team is used to your GM running things by them, then absolutely, you know, you need to make sure you have buy-in from them because the GM can only be one place at once. You can't be there every single hour that you're open. You need people that are bought in that can then the GM can then trust 
to hold others accountable and to implement that New Year's resolution down the road when the GM isn't there. That's uh, well said. And, you know, um, I think, Megan, I agree with you, because if you have the, the, the culture of the atmosphere where it's team driven and uh, you have that luxury, because that's, that's not always a luxury in, in every dealership. But I hear what you're saying, more importantly, that it gets done. You know, if, you, if you're an owner or if you're the decision maker at a dealership and you don't have the luxury to put the team together that maybe you have or, or, or others have access to, um, it doesn't excuse us. As, as leaders um, to not do it, you know, because it, it, these, there's what, you know, what you talk about constantly um, is that it's a, it's about getting it done. You know, there's, there's certain core principles and cer- certain things that need to be done no matter what to be successful in today's car business. And um, you know uh, you know, I mean, let me, you know, you, you move from one place to another and, and now you're, you're plugged into it to, to uh, Faulkner there. I mean, but you still have to apply the principles that you believe in. Exactly. Yeah, and if you can't get everyone on board with your principles, what are you may have an idea that you implement, but what are what are the people going to do when no one's watching? Mm. Are they still going to uphold those values? Are they still going to uphold? And if they are bought into the idea and they are bought into the resolution, then yes, they're going to do it when they're sitting in the sales office by themselves and there's three salespeople there and they're all with customers, so no one's watching that manager. Mm. If they're not bought in, they're not going to do it. Mm. Well, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to um, now? You're you're all, are you you're still speaking uh, quite quite a lot, aren't you? I just spoke at Driving Sales Executive Summit in October. I did a uh, last year. I did a breakout there, and it was all about how dealership culture is directly related to profitability and growth, positive awesome. and negative. Are you going to be down in Tampa by any chance? Uh, in a, a digital dealer, are you going to be able to make it down? We we got to get you in, our, in in our offices here, and uh, you know, interview you live in the studio, and and uh, if you're if you're down here, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I am not going to digital dealer in Tampa. Okay. But uh unfortunately. Well, if you get to Tampa. But we will definitely I'll you know, definitely I'll look you up. What is that? 3104 Cherry Palm Drive Suite 220. 3T, that's right. We're right in right in the heart of Tampa. Yeah, right I4 and I75. <laughs> that is it. I'm sure Uber can find it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Megan, congratulations on your new position there at uh, Faulkner Chevy by the way. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Now, obviously, your your Twitter handle is is pretty famous, and uh, so so tell them if they don't know uh, our listeners, they want to follow you, which I would recommend highly. Um, and uh, how how do they do that? Where do they find you, and what's what? How how can they look you up in different ways? My Twitter is Skeetle. It's S K E E T L E, and that's also my Facebook. Facebook.com/skeetle. If you Google Skeetle, I mean, if you misspell it, you're liable to get candy. But other than that, you're you're going to find you. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not that hard to find at all. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Megan, we appreciate you stopping by, and what a great way to close the show out. And uh, congratulations um, on the move, and, and thank you so much for coming on, and, and have a great 2015. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon, and happy new year. You too, man. Thank you, you too, Megan. That was Megan Bartow, and, uh, man, awesome show today, Cribs. Yeah, great show. Pulled man. that sucker off with five minutes over. How about that, Ooh, huh? I can't Come on, we somebody. Did. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. We're done. We're done, man. First show, 2015. First show, think, 2015. Want to think commercial, fleet financing, Matt Monero. Want to think proactive. I don't have to do that, do I? I it, the producers are like, laugh at us because I'm pointing at it like, like you know, like I'm a Actually, you can point like that. Yeah, you don't even have to turn around. Yeah, proactive training solutions. Oh, uh, Alan Ram, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Alan. Thank you, Matt. And uh, don't miss next week's show. Don't miss. Don't miss 2015. We got mm-hmm. some. We get we got some amazing crazy stuff coming for 2015. Crazy things, not not just 
2015, but like immediately, like January yeah. 2015. Yeah, yeah. Like next hey, thanks week. for listening, guys. Autodealerlive.net. Follow us on Twitter at Autodealerlive, and uh, thank you for listening.